Hello, it's Friday, July the 15th. You're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host this week, Jeffrey Guy, and I'm joined by my co-host... Bob Smith. Hi, everybody. No Dolores or the big kahuna today. The Fosters are off and running. So let's jump into the markets this week, Bob. We've had another volatile week. Volatility. Volatility. That's the name of the game these days. The the swings in the markets every day have just been massive for so many days. Started off the week with some real big negative swings. So over the week, spot corn down about $15. Harvest corn and next year's corn down $8, $9. Soybeans down just under $20, down another $20. Next year's harvest down just under 10 Spring wheat was down almost $30 this week, $30 a ton. Winter wheat was down almost $40 a ton. So 40, 30 and $40 a ton. Those are big numbers for the markets to be down, Bob. Like it's, uh, it's scary how far, how fast these markets can go. And so if we look at the, really what happened on the, why markets came down so much early early in the week, Bob? Which, do you have any ideas on what that would be? Well, part of it, I think, is that there's uh, rumors, whether it's true or it's uh, false news, about uh, a deal being signed in Turkey with uh, Russia to export a lot of, uh, of um, wheat. Actually, I think, Bob, the big thing that early this week was the outside markets, recession. It, they the speculators, the speculators got out of the markets. They, they, you know, the managed money pulled out, and when prices start going down, they really go down. And they, the speculators run for the hills. They pull out, and that pushes things down even that much faster. And remember, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the recession fears, and they really did take over. But you know, just to touch on that, the. The thing about the wheat from the Ukraine. So what? Yeah, there was talks this week in Turkey about that. Yes, there was. Yeah. So they're, you know, they've been having these talks for a few weeks, and I know the market before did respond some to that, but I, I think now the market's in a more wait and see what's going to happen with that before it really responds. But if they did start exporting, you know, as this wheat market has gone down, it's. Uh, would probably push prices that much further down on the wheat side. So so let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the Ukraine. Uh, did you see any pictures this week about the, the harvest going on? Yes, I saw some pictures there uh, that the harvest is underway and you see the combines going around through the fields, going around uh, sh- uh, unexploded shells and it's uh, it's moving along, which is, uh, which is good to see. It's good to see the harvest going, moving along, but that is... Anybody that sat on a combine, that's uh, we're used to looking for stones and stuff, not for unexploded shells. So that's pretty uh, pretty brutal. And you know, there's even some talk right now about the Ukraine of, you know, what are they going to do next year? The farmers, it's you know, they got to figure out what they're going to do with this year's last year's crop, this year's crop before they can get around to thinking about next year's. I guess so. So we touched a little bit about possible recession. So interest rates this week, Bob. What happened on interest rates? Surprisingly, they, they uh, jumped 100 basis points. They were market was looking for a 75 uh, basis point increase, and it was 100. And uh, it's it shocked a lot of people. It's put a lot of people in 
you know, if you, if you have a lot of debt, uh, your rates, the banks weren't long in turning around and upping your, upping your interest rates. So you're going to be paying a lot more at the, as a result. Yeah, so when that, uh, we're talking about the Bank of Canada increase interest rates 100 basis points, it, our dollar did strengthen right that day, but uh, before that day was over, it was all the talk that the U.S. was, their next increase was going to be 100 basis point, not the previously thought about 75 basis points. So our dollar, this week we uh, we hit some new lows for a dollar since, I think I wrote this week, since uh, November of 2020, our dollar was down to... Uh, under 76 cents this week, U.S. Uh, it ended back up a little bit, 76.7, but we, we had traded within about 170 basis point range. And even with that large increase of the interest rates, it wasn't enough to strengthen our dollar. In recessionary times, a lot of money flows to the U.S. market, so the U.S. dollar, and that puts their, their price or strengthens their dollars and weakens all the rest of our dollars. So... So we're looking at that. Let's see. So their dollar's getting stronger. It hurts the U.S. exports. Now, let's just jump into the corn market and how their exports might be going. But before we get into their exports, actually, I want to talk about uh, two different articles I've read this week about the U.S. corn yield this year. One was that their corn yield was going to go up. So the USDA projected the corn yield at uh, 177 bushels for this year. They projected, yeah, that's what they're projecting. So this one article had it going up to 180 bushels an acre, and another article had it going down. So this was within like two days, reading two different articles, two different sources that I read a lot, many times. So it's interesting, different people's thoughts. You know, and so that really affects what do they have available for export. So when we get in that export side, we got to look at the world market. The Brazilian crop, we're, how much of that is supposed to be harvested now, Bob? I think it's 50%. But, it? Yeah, about 50%. Crop's pretty good in Brazil. About a month ago, Brazil signed an agreement with China to export corn to China, which they never had before, I guess. And uh, a lot of talk was that this year's crop would make it into that export, but I guess it's not going to make it due to some of the fine print in their agreement. Imagine fine print with agreements with China. So the... Uh, that crop's not going to make it there. So that should open up still for U.S. exports. And let's see, an export. Was there an export sale right now? I believe there's an export sale was announced yesterday for 133,000. Uh, 133,000 tons. Actually, I think that was today, Bob, not oh, yesterday. Today? Okay. Today's Friday. <laughs> Easy to get the days mixed up. Well, then, uh, lo and behold, China... Or the importers in China somehow cancel this order, which is which is typical. Oh my lord! Just uh, so as soon as you think that something's going in favor of you of the U.S. North American market, China pulls back somehow. So there was a lot of talk about China this week. I think I I wrote in the daily blog about the uh, Chinese government is increasing. Uh, a lot of stimulus and putting a lot of stimulus into their economy and infrastructure, trying to keep things rolling because they have had some, their extensive COVID shutdowns have definitely have pulled back their economy somewhat. So it's interesting to see where that goes forward. So in all the crops, what's always important, what's always important, Bob, is weather. 
Weather. Yes. So we, Dolores and I talk a lot about it. We always have a weather market. We always have a weather market, but lately the outside markets have been overriding the weather markets. So the weather forecast right now going into the weekend, it's showing some showers over a good portion of the U.S. Corn Belt. Um, the Canadian prairies are looking really good for widespread moisture coming early in the week. Should really help the crops out in the Canadian prairies, and uh, that that part's looking good for Canada. But so over the Corn Belt, the Eastern Corn Belts, things are looking real great. Western Corn Belt is a little more at risk of uh, missing some of these showers. Now, if those showers do get missed in the Western Corn Belt, it could be very stressful for the corn for the corn that's just going into pollination and uh, for soybean development. So. We do have a weather market, you know, so as I said before, we have a weather market unless outside markets overwhelm the any weather talk. And so that's that's what happened early this week with the risk off day, you know, with the talk of recessions. So as I said here earlier this week with the managed money, the speculative money, liquidating a lot of their position it seems like right now they're hesitant to jump back in even when we have a what should be a bullish weather forecast so it's like always it's going to be interesting to see the, where the market goes so it uh, prices have pulled back a lot i think everybody needs to take a good look at where their marketing is don't get a uh, sticker shock on that we didn't sell at whatever price you know it's Historically, it's still not that uh, not that bad. Price is pretty good. You know, should have a certain percentage sold. So we going forward, you know, that wheat harvest, winter wheat harvest is right around the corner. When do you think we expect winter wheat coming in, Bob? Probably, probably any time at all. It's uh, as you drive around the countryside, you see uh, the wheat. A lot of the wheat crops are maturing, and uh, it won't be long. Could be sometime next week or definitely the week after that. And uh, hearing from some uh, farmers and elevators in the West here where they're going and heard some varied stories about the wheat. But we're, I think the winter wheat looks uh, really good in this area and we're expecting some big yields out there. The, the other crops are progressing well. Fungicides starting to be sprayed on the soybeans. Some touch-up sprays are being made for some weed escapes. Uh, Things are looking pretty good. It seems like eastern Ontario is uh, being pretty blessed with uh, some good growing weather this year so far. Knock on wood. Let's keep those things going. So, Well, without further ado, I think we'll say, uh, say goodbye for this week. Look forward to talking to everybody again next week. And as always, if you have any questions, give any of us a call. Bob's always available. I'm usually available. That's so. Anyhow, and then any words of wisdom at the end, Bob? No, just hang on. It's an interesting ride. It's an interesting ride. Words of wisdom for sure. Have a great week, everybody. Bye for now. Bye.